Hello everyone. Welcome to the telling of my coronavirus story. So far, 2020 has been a really dark year. We have had to deal with viruses, protests, birthdays, death, anger, sadness, happiness. All you can really think is, what a time to be alive. The events that are occurring right now are things that you would never imagine ever happening, but here we are. Things change so fast. I went from speaking about the coronavirus, which seemed so far away at the time, to actually fearing getting it. How do we deal with all of this? For a while, I felt overwhelmed with everything going on, but then I reminded myself how important it is to stay positive and take care of myself mentally. This made me realize that no matter how dark things get, to try and find the light by doing things that make me happy. I know that we will get through this. Part 1. COVID-19 2020 will truly be a year to remember. It started a little weird and awareness is still continuing. I never thought that the world could literally shut down. President Trump really did not want this to happen, but it did. He, like everyone else, knew that this would negatively affect the economy, which it did. This virus has made people lose those closest to them while others try to protect those closest to them to help prevent them from getting it. There was so much information spewing out at once, people really didn't know what to believe. According to Google News, so far there have been 9.76 million confirmed cases worldwide. 2.5 million of those cases were in, are in the U.S. 395,168 of those cases are in New York State alone. I've heard other things like, this virus is from the 5G towers that they are putting up. It can remain in the air and on surfaces for long periods of time, which did not make any sense to me. Wearing certain masks and gloves don't prevent you from getting it, and so much more. I spend most of my time watching interviews, cooking, completing assignments, and I did not leave the house for weeks because my aunt is high risk and she lives in my house. I am protecting her, but there was a point where she really didn't care about protecting herself, and I could only do so much. We have an elder cousin that she always wanted to go visit. It was kind of selfless of her to go check in on her all the time, but I didn't think this was the time to be going there every day. I remember getting mad and telling my aunt that I am in the house to protect her, but yet she leaves the house every day. It wasn't until she started hearing about the number of people that were dying from this that she started to believe that it was very much so real, and she started staying home. Part 2. Protest In addition to dealing with COVID-19, minority communities have been protesting for change. Protesting for change is not something that is new. Videos and information have surfaced recently that you can truly say push people to their breaking point and we want to be heard. Two of these videos show the murder of black men. One of them was shot while jogging and another was killed by a cop that kept his knee on a black man's neck while he basically begged for his life. Information about a black woman shot and killed by police while asleep in her home came to light. People no longer care about social distancing. People are willing to risk getting the virus to go and walk for what is right. The thing that makes this really scary, though, is that according to The Guardian, black people are three times more likely to die from the coronavirus. So it's like people of color are literally fighting to stay alive. 
As a black woman, I can say that I am truly scared for my life. We protest because we demand justice. No one involved in any of these murders should be roaming the street. Without these videos, who knows what would have happened? No one deserves to die the way these men did, or a woman did. We don't want our voices to become background noise as they had in the past. We as a community are tired and we want change. You know, sometimes you have to look for light in dark situations, and this is how those closest to me are finding the light. I know many people that celebrated their birthdays during this time. I was one of them as well. My family and I even made up a name for it. We called it Quarantine Birthday. In Quarantine Birthday, we put on some music and we dance, whether that be on FaceTime, in a Zoom call, whatever it is, we dance. We have fun, we laugh with each other. The last birthday I celebrated outside of being in the house was for my friend on March 13th. This was the last event outside for me. On March 30th, then the 31st, we FaceTimed our cousins that lived in Florida and Grenada for their birthdays. Apart from this, as of June 9th, there were seven quarantine birthdays celebrated so far, including mine. My birthday was on May 6th. I was awake for 24 hours because I had to finish a final paper and then a Zoom meeting to present ideas in that paper. I couldn't go anywhere because there, it really wasn't anywhere for me to go. All places were closed. It wasn't all that bad though. I still celebrated my quarantine birthday with a cake and a great homemade food and calls from people that I love. A message that I want to leave you all with is that you have to be more gentle with yourself during these times. This is new for all of us, so you have to actively do things to make sure that you are okay mentally. What do I do to ensure this? I do things that will make me happy. I go for walks, play board games, play music, watch interviews, cook, dance, limit my time on social media, but still staying informed. And although I may not have a lot of options, I still do things that bring me joy, and I hope people are doing the same with themselves. So remember to be more gentle and look for positives in every situation, especially during these times. Laugh, watch funny movies, just do things that you know you will enjoy. Thank you for listening.